0: Bad connection. Yep, you sound like uh, a an underwater robot. Hi, my name is Matthew Woodley. I'm from Plants and Animals, and you're listening to the Interview Show. Getting a little better. Keep talking. How does that sound? Oh, we're good. we're cooking with cats.
1: Welcome to the interview show. This is Scott, with your host, and tonight I have one of the members of Plants and Animals, and I would love it if you could introduce yourself.
0: Um, my name is Woody. That's uh, short for Matthew Woodley. I'm the drummer in the band. Do a little singing. Make sure uh, everything's in order. And uh, nice to meet you.
1: Nice to meet you as well. Now, the song I'm going to play in with is going to be Tom Cruise. So I was reading that you guys were inspired to write that song after drinking a lot of Roman Cokes, and it made you feel like Tom Cruise.
0: Yeah, we've always wanted to feel like Tom Cruise, and that just took us by surprise. And there we were, um, metaphorically, jumping on the couch. It gave us a, a certain confidence, you know. And ultimately, the lyrics uh, and, and the song don't have much to do with Tom Cruise. The name was just kind of a gift to ourselves and, and an inside joke that's become uh, a shared joke.
1: When was the last time feeling like Tom Cruise has helped you in your everyday life?
0: That was the only time in my life I've ever felt like Tom Cruise. I hope the feeling comes back again, but I can only drink so many rum and Cokes.
1: <laughs> All right, then. What you drink these days after the show?
0: Uh, I enjoy a nice cold beer, and uh, I also, you know, I drink a lot of water. I sweat a lot because I um, we all do. We all sweat quite a bit because we we like to give her for the crowd, and uh, so a mixture of beer and water—not together though, separately.
1: So, when you've had a couple too many beers, where does that take you in your head? What movie star are you then?
0: Um, I would say more as um, like a uh, Patrick Swayze, or ah no, I can't say Patrick Swayze. He's he's not with us anymore. Um, I would say Jeff Bridges.
1: <laughs> Jeff Bridges from what era?
0: The dude from uh from uh uh what's it called there? You know what I mean. Big Lebowski. Big Lebowski.
1: Alright, okay. Oh the other thing I wanted to ask you is when you were uh loaded on the Drum and Cokes and you guys thought you were Tom Cruise, did Zenu talk to you and if so, what did he tell you to do?
0: He told us to uh to to make our enemies wither and to smirk and to have a sparkle in our eye and to go forth and conquer.
1: Nice, I like that. That is pretty much what Tom Cruise is all about. Perfect.
0: That's, that's what he embodies, and, and uh, it's what we, since meeting him, the way we met him, have strived to embody.
1: Your album is called La La Land, and there's a reference, actually there's a song on it called American Idol. So there's a lot of American references. So I wanted to ask you why you think Canadians are so in love with Americans.
0: Mm, I don't think Canadians are in love with Americans. I think Canadians are, have an inferiority complex. And, uh, and, well, inferiority slash superiority complex like to differentiate themselves, ourselves, from Americans as much as possible, um, although the, the differences on a global level are, are kind of subtle. I guess they're there, and we like to, we like to, to you know, promote our own, our own identity through uh, red root sweatshirts and beer and uh, usage of the word A, beavers, and, and things like that, and the good old hockey game.
1: Why so many American references on the record?
0: Mm, maybe so I, I think some of them are unintentional. Some of them are were were sort of um, subconscious, and a lot of them probably have to do from the amount of time that we drove around in America in in a van and from the amount of television that that Warren wa- watches. Um, you know he's he's the uh, the lyrics guy in the band, and uh, he really loves the television.
1: Yeah, you guys, from what I've read, wrote a lot of this album on the road and that's very difficult for a lot of bands. How did you guys find it?
0: Well, we didn't actually write on the road. We, we took inspiration from the road in a sense. I mean, I guess everybody does, right? Every, every band that's working tours. So having a road album is nothing new. And, and that said, this isn't even a road album. I think it's just more a reflection of, of the past two years of our lives being more in motion and being more transient. You know, whereas whereas Park Avenue was more uh, rooted because we were at home and living in our neighborhood in Montreal, working day jobs, making a record, uh, kind of on the side for for uh, for kicks, for ourselves, for fun, and and then you know we we grew into a a working band, and so La La Land is not you know it's not a place like Park Avenue, it's more a, it's more a state of mind. i Matthew Woodley. I'm from Plants and Animals, and you're listening to the Interview Show.
1: Mm, nice, nice. Okay, I read a quote of yours where you were saying that we don't have our own lives anymore. We're married, and you were talking about commitment to the band. So I was hoping you could talk about the price of that commitment.
0: <laughs> like, like fifty percent of marriages—it's uh, it's probably going to end in divorce. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I don't know if I said that or someone else said that. So that our offhanded things. Um, We actually have lives. We we spend lots of time at home and you know with our with our uh, our friends and our families back there. And and uh, you know we, we spend a lot of time on tour, but but it, it, it certainly uh, it certainly isn't the you know the overwhelming majority of our time. So uh, I like that. I'd like to keep that balance. And um, you know. That's it, we're still married. I spend a hell of a lot of time with with these guys.
1: You do, you do, and marriage can be a kind of a grind. So when was the last time you looked across the van or across the stage and fell in love with each of the other guys in the band all over again?
0: (laughs) Um, Hey, did you, uh, last night in Victoria, I looked across at Nick and he's such an idiot, so he was moving and playing in the look on his face, and, and I, I laughed out loud while I was playing. I LOL'd, and uh, I just thought in my mind, God, Nick, I love you.
1: Okay, that's Nick down.
0: Or enough God, I don't know get me started. Probably recently.
1: Okay, so come on, I'm, I'm looking for a moment here.
0: You're looking for a moment of love and connection.
1: Yeah. When was the last time he did something that reminded you why you have a healthy band marriage?
0: <laughs> okay, last night too. You know, I I I can only remember one show back at a time. But but uh, he he his voice has been kind of uh, in and out these days. Just just the past past week because he's got a bit of a throat bug, and uh, he went for a ridiculous note last night, and uh, it just fell apart in his throat and then hit the microphone and uh, it caused me also gale of joy. It's nice when you can play a show and and, uh, and have laugh, laughter by yourself like that. I really like it.
1: Perfect, perfect. Okay, so you were born in Halifax and you moved to Montreal with one of the guys in the band to go to school and Montreal hooked you guys. You still live there. You've made it your home. So I wanted to ask you, what about the city has hooked you? Why did you remain?
0: Um... We we both moved there initially for for the same reason, and that was Montreal, as much as it was for school. Uh, definitely for me, i I always had a kind of a, when I was growing up, I you know used to go to Montreal with my family a lot, or drive through on the way to other places in, in Canada, and uh, I, I kind of developed this, this I don't know romantic attachment with the city, even just as a you know an eight year old and a twelve year old. And so when I was eighteen and, and had grown up in Nova Scotia and lived uh, all my life there. Um, in a very beautiful, but very isolated place, I had that typical 18-year-old urge to go and live somewhere else. And, you know, I decided I wanted to go to school and not, not backpack around Europe or Peru or Zimbabwe. And so um, Montreal was, you know, kind of, a, kind of an, an otherworldly, in, in a small way, place compared to Halifax. And then uh, the school thing fit, too. Uh, we stuck around, you know?
1: Yeah, so what is it that made you stay?
0: Um The Putin and the uh, various various uh, it's a great. It's a great city. It's my favorite city in this country by far. I love it. Um, it's, uh, it's an easy place to, to, to be an artist, to be to make music because it's cheap. Um, people are laid back. People have a good sense of something. There's this je ne sais quoi about the place that I like with steering away from all the stereotypes that people throw into Montreal. And it's true that the music seems good,
1: because it is good. Yeah, Noel, no one can deny that. I was interviewing Shout Out Out Out, and one of the guys in the band was laughing because Edmonton was losing a lot of people in the artistic community because he was laughing at them saying that they all become clichés, they move to Montreal, grow a mustache, get a backpack and ride a bicycle around. So. Uh-huh. If I want to ask you, what's it like to live in that environment?
0: Um, yeah, I live in the neighborhood in my end where a lot of those people end up, and, and there's a there's a pretty heavy mustache to non-mustache ratio on the on the eighteen to thirty-five crowd. So it's starting to go out of vogue, uh, thank God. And well, actually, I don't care. If you want a mustache? Grow a mustache. Grow a hockey goatee or a sideburn. Um, I'm all right with all of it. Um, and, you know. I don't even, I, I, have, I have kind of long-established friends there now, and, 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 a, and a small town within a, another small town being Anglophone, Montreal, and so, you know, if I hang with the same people a lot, if I meet new people, all the better. Hi, my name is Matthew Woodley, I'm from Plants and Animals, and you're listening to The Interview Show. We're coming together In the, In
1: the night And if you want to
0: And it oh, oh, oh. And watch the sun go down oh, oh. I'm from Plants and Animals And you're listening to the interview show
1: Nice My favorite song on the record is Contiki And I was reading that That song was inspired by a day that you guys spent On a day off uh, With each other So can you talk a little bit about that day? Um, Yeah, we were
0: with some friends Who were living in LA And and, uh, we had a day off And we uh, drove up the coast Looking to rent bicycles And drive around some vineyards And taste wine And have a hilarious time And uh Due to lack of planning, um, we ended up in a weird, kind of, inland California town that looked... Um, it was like a German town reproduction, with like German architecture and German businesses. and um, we, we didn't want to stay there. We wanted to go to the coast, because it's not that often that you get to sit on the beach. So I found us a hotel on the coast. We drove up, and lo and behold, it's called the Contiki, which is a great adventure book, by the way. It's by Thor Heyerdahl. True story. Anyway... We, uh, we went to the went to the corner store bought a bunch of different California wines to sample and uh, had a had a fun night in this this kind of tacky motel in a tacky town on a tacky beach.
1: Nice well it's made for an excellent excellent song Now a lot of critics have talked about you guys and your transition from experimental music quote unquote to your sound now What parts of your musical school learnings have survived onto this record?
0: Um, I think, we all spent a lot of time at music school uh, focusing on studio stuff, on electroacoustic studies, as, as is the name of the program there, and a lot of the courses we took. So recording, production of weird, that kind of stuff. And uh, I think it was invaluable in ear in training and in, in being able to to really go inside a, you know, a sound and, and, and know what it's composed of, you know, start to hear the, the timbre of of something and, and the different frequencies and and uh, for me that's that's the number one thing I took from it all I think was uh, not all, not only just a kind of an openness in hearing but but maybe a more developed hearing just from from practicing you know making your ears as an instrument get better the experimental side of thing um, I'm not too connected to it anymore I, I wasn't even then it was more just a kind of interesting exercise
1: so if you had to take something on the record pick a song or or what have you what. Can you identify in the record that still harkens back to those days?
0: Mm, I don't know. I guess I guess still still a little bit of a tendency to to stretch things out or to you know have a song that that isn't you know simply verse chorus verse chorus or beginning middle end but to you know to have two or three part songs, something like that but you know uh, on the other hand I, I think we've all we've all kind of Settled down, you know, uh, the, the urge to be original and different and experimental uh, has dwindled, and, and and I think we're all kind of attracted to 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 simplicity, which is deceivingly difficult, and to finding things that are are catchy, not in just a kind of pop sugary way, but in but in a way that you know that that still gets under people's skin, you know. So I think I think that's been more of the focus. To go back to the music that we liked when we were kids, and not try to get too crazy on it.
1: So I'd love to end the show with the guest picking a song off the record, and then talking a little bit about that song as we play out.
0: What about What about Fake It? Fake It is uh, it's the first track that we recorded in Paris when we, we did a session at a studio outside of the city, a great big beautiful manor with uh, several floors of giant rooms and crooked floors and beautiful old rooms with paint peeling and. Just really an, an incredible place to work and, and, and eat and sleep as we did. We did all three. I think it was the first track we did it there. And Whenever I listen to it, it reminds, it reminds me of you know kind of the sights and smells of, of that house that we worked in for a wonderful few days. Hi, my name is Matthew Woodley. I'm from Plants and Animals, and you're listening to The Interview Show. i